that one belief eliminated from your brain can change the course of your reality. Would you want that? It's not for everyone, only the brave. Those who want to own their life like the powerful leaders they were born to be. A pivotal moment can change everything. Now, here's the host of Crossroads to Awakening show, Wendy Paquette. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to the Crossroads to Awakening show. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket, and I am a holographic mind reprogrammer. I help women stuck at a crossroads awaken to their true selves and change the world from where they stand. Because I believe as a high-frequency human, you see your life in front of you, the world, as a direct reflection of the programs etched into your brain. And if you don't like them, they can be easily shifted. That is my zone of genius. That's what I'm here to be and do and support with so that the world can change and inner peace can be achieved. And so welcome to today's episode. It's episode number 13, the freedom of conscious choice. Boy, is that a biggie, especially with all the things that are happening in our world right now. Like, what else do we have except for conscious choice to be able to see things for what they are or see and hear things and then still shift our perspective to perhaps see a different side of that same very thing. And to me, that's what the freedom of conscious choice is. It's not only be told one thing and only hear one thing, but have the ability to take a step back from it, look at it from a different angle, like much like a facet to a diamond, and see it differently because the potential of seeing something that could be more serving to you in your community or your life is greater, right? It comes from a greater space. And I'm going to, like, I get to share with you today what really is funny is I've been, you know, we listen to all the news and we listen to Facebook videos and the Facebook posts and all the things going on about COVID that we're, you know, we're still in, in it. And all along, everyone's pointing to the percentages of people that are dying. Now, I know it's the one thing that we all consider like the the scariest thing that someone is dying from it. And in the moment that we're hearing that, we're not looking at anything else. And to me, that was like a huge awakening because I was hearing it from this perspective all along of, oh my goodness, uh, like we're looking at the minusculous perspectives of how many people are actually dying from this disease, uh, this this virus, and then we keep trying to fit ourselves into that percentage as though, you know, like, where do we fit into that? Instead, today, I heard a video, or I should say watched a video of someone that I've, you know, met before online, and their perspective was this. I'm just going to use a round number. Let's say point zero zero one percent of people who get the virus may pass away from it point zero zero one now i don't know about you but i stare at that number and i stare at that number and i stare at that number and i think wow you know i guess i i don't really want it and and god help me if i'm in that point zero zero one percentage Right? I don't, that's not something that I want to be in. And so I've been staring at that for weeks and weeks and weeks. Until today, I heard it differently. I heard not 0.001. And so let's say 
I'm minusing this on the calculator. You're looking at, what if you're in the 99.999 percentage of people who get the virus but survive? I shouldn't say but, and survive. I'm just going to say that again. My perspective shift was this. All along, I've been looking at the percentage of people passing away from the virus, right? And it's 0.001, and I don't even know the rest of the numbers, who are passing away of those who get the virus. And I've been looking at that perspective all along, and I'm thinking, I'm trying to fit myself into that, like looking at where I fit. And now I hear today the that diamond shift perspective. I just was able to be open to hearing something different today. And what I hear is, of the 99.99 blah, 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 whatever the next letter of the numbers are, of people who do get the virus, they survive. And that is the category now I can see myself going, oh, well, wait a second. Even if, even if, let's just say, didn't wash my hands, I wasn't careful, I wasn't taking care of myself, I wasn't being consciously aware of what was happening in my reality I have a 99.99, whatever number, 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 percent chance of surviving. <laughs> if you've been one, if you've been like myself, and you have been looking at this reality from the space of the 0.001% of death rate, and didn't even look to the other side, like raise your hand, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, what else in your life are you looking at? from that space. What else? Because what I know in the transformational space and the leadership space is how you are being one way is how you are being in all ways. Like you don't you're not picking and choosing. You're just being that. So I have this massive aha moment of oh my goodness, I have been looking at the minuscule percentages of the spaces where I could die from this virus if I were to get it instead of looking at man, do I have a chance of surviving it? I got 99.99, fill in the blank, rest of the numbers, possibility that I live, which is huge. I'll tell you this. It's almost 100%. It's not 100%, but it's almost there, which means that all along, my most of my reality, these last, I'm just going to speak into these last, like, say, you know, six months-ish, I've been looking at the smallest percentage of how I could die. Like, that deserves a pause of a OMG. <laughs> oh my gosh. So now, let's flip that on its head and look at the 99.99 percentage that I, that I will survive. Now, I'm 100% alive right now, which I'm at 100%. If I were to get the virus, now I'm jumping into the 99 percentile. Not a huge difference, is it? And it's all success to me because I'm alive, right? It's not even a 50-50. It's nowhere near that. So how can we have the freedom of conscious choice? That's this beautiful episode 13 right in its full glory. And so then it then it kind of begs all these other questions like, what does conscious choice mean? What happens if I don't believe I have conscious choice, Wendy? Like, well, you know, what if I don't believe in that? What happens then? And then what will having conscious choice mean for my life? Well, I'll tell you what it means when I'm looking at it. <laughs> it means uh, if I if I get the virus, and look, I don't know what percentage that is, and perhaps I get to look that up. But if I were to get it, I got 99.99% survival rate. That's pretty much I'm living because I'm here on purpose. 
and I'm going to do what's necessary in my life in order to be everything I get to be in every moment I get to be in. And that is the freedom of conscious choice right there. I'm deliberately looking at what I can do in every moment to be aware of what I'm choosing, right? Comes right down to, am I going to wash my hands? Maybe before I go into the grocery store, I'm going to wash my hands when I'm out of the grocery store, or at least put some of the, you know, that that gel on your hands to kill all the germs. Like that's a conscious choice because you could not do that and roll the dice. But because we're living in this open, free-willed human space, I guess I'm going to be go. Oh, you know, I would rather not have that point zero zero one chance of dying. So I'm just going to wash my hands. Right? That's of dying, not of just even getting it. So. Why I'm so hyped up about this example is because I was looking at the smallest, minusculest perception of where I might go down with the ship, right? And we have a huge, big, beautiful life to live. We've chosen to be embodied on this planet for a purpose, and the purpose is to be present in every moment. And in which case, being consciously aware of your choice is a hundred percent your responsibility because there is a there is a percentage that you can go unconscious and just whip through your life and not pay attention and you know what I would hazard a guess that a lot of the people just whipping through their lives not being conscious of their choices are the ones who get that virus because they're not allowing themselves the moment to be aware of everything which means of the possibility of getting a virus and of not getting it so for today, speaking into that, because that's what I'm so hyped up on, just based on my, you know, my experience this morning of, of watching that video, I have three steps to ensure that you have conscious choice. Three steps. And they're super simple. So the first one is pause and be here now. Just pause and be here now, meaning in your body, in this moment, present to what's actually occurring in this reality. And then one thing I like to bring in, and I've heard it multiple ways, and I think what uh, a lot of you who know um, Abraham Hicks, you have heard this a million times, is like, or there, there's other things as well. I'm sure there's lots out there that I'm not listing. But it's segment and tend your day. And that could be segment and tend every 10 minutes, segment and tend every hour or every co- whatever you would like. But segment intending is how you decide what's going to occur in the next few moments. Are you going to take the next hour and make it the best hour of your life, like right now, and step into it? So right now it's the show. I'm fully here now in this show, reaching reaching the masses with the words that are inspiring to me today in the desire and intention that someone hears this this story and goes, oh my goodness, that's me. I'm choosing that too. So I'm segment segmenting this next moment to be the most powerful, most inspirational, most real conscious moment I can be in in order to allow others to choose that for themselves as well. And that's to me in the pause. I knew before I began the show exactly where I was headed and my intention is exactly what I just said. Be present here and make a conscious choice to deliver a story that lands 
to show you what perspective you might be looking at. And also be inspiring in the fact that, man, if you're looking at the, that minuscule percentage, all it takes is your awareness of the 99.99 percentage to actually choose it. You just get to be aware of it and go, oh, man, <laughs> I've been looking at that facet for far too long. I'm going to shift that diamond, and now I'm looking at something else. And that's the conscious choice you have right in this moment. Whenever you're listening to it, from wherever you're listening to it from, in whatever time you're listening to it to. So when you're making that choice, you can flip and go, okay, man, how does my life look differently now? Like, what does it look like? Because if I've intended this next hour to be fully aware and conscious of these these contributions or these possibilities to shift and look at it, what can it look like? For 99%, I feel somewhere it's going to land with you that you're looking at something that's not serving you and how you can actually tip that facet to look at, oh my goodness, all the things that I'm grateful for, all the things that I love, all the things that I do enjoy, all the things that I get to acknowledge in my day that cause me to be a highly aware human being and be pooling in the joy of the moment. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for the ability to be powerful in a space that causes the world around me to reflect me in that oneness state. I want to see and feel and experience the inner peace that I create for myself outwardly and it get and it starts within. So from that space, I'm always segment intending inner peace, whatever it looks like, right? I'm bathing it right into everything. That's what I've chosen now and that's what I'll choose in every segment intended moment. So we're just about to go into a break and I know I'm just getting started and I have three steps to the beautiful ways that you can ensure conscious choice. And I want to share them with you using the story that I led with earlier so that you can see where you can choose it as well. Because it is but an awareness. And so thank you for watching the Crossroads to Awakening show. Thank you for being present to this moment where you get to have this shift. Because I know that you can create something amazing in this world. And it's just by being you. Right? Being consciously aware of you in every moment. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to bring number two of the three steps to ensure conscious choice. So we will be right back. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it to, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? 
Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Crossroads to Awakening Radio Show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Okay, welcome back everybody. You're listening to the Crossroads Awakening to Awakening show. I'm your host, Wendy Pocket, and right before the break, we are speaking into the show episode, The Freedom of Conscious Choice. And I was delivering to you three steps to ensuring you have conscious choice. And so the first step was pause and be here now and really segment and tend your day, Right. That's your deliberate conscious way of I know exactly what I'm up to in the next hour or the next whatever you want to do, 10 minutes. This is what it's going to look like. And I'm on purpose and I'm in it right now. So that's step number one. Step number two is consider the question and the answer. So whatever you're doing in your day, you get to pause first, right? And step two is like consider the question and the answer. Ask yourself some really quick questions. So what am I up to right now? What am I after? What am I looking to create in this next hour? And if you're in business, you know that's an integral piece of getting stuff done. Because if you don't know where you're headed in that hour, you're not going to get anywhere. And therefore, you get to the end of the day and you've done nothing. Now, we all know that you're not actually doing nothing. But how much can you do in an hour with intention by segmenting your time, even segmenting your moments, and being consciously aware of the choices you're making because how many times have you actually got into what you're doing and you knew you came into your hour knowing what you were up to and you got distracted because someone called you on the phone and they they called just to talk and you know you see them and you don't want to ignore them but for that hour you got something really important to do but you're like okay it'll only take me 10 minutes or 5 minutes whatever I'll just grab this quick call and you grab the call and you're on the phone for 45 minutes. Not because you decided to do that ahead of time. You're like, I'm going to spend 45 minutes on the call. But that moment that you allowed yourself to get distracted to answer the phone sucked you into that like timeless vortex of not being consciously aware of what you're actually up to. And at the end of the 45 minutes, you may have had a beautiful conversation, which let me let's face it, it could have been five minutes. And you could have handled that and then got back to it. But now it's 45. And in that hour that you intended to get something really important done, you only have now 15 minutes left. Now, I don't know about you, but 15 minutes is a long time and can be a really short time. It just depends on what task you're up to. And you can say, fine, I'll just roll it into the next hour, segment the next hour to be, you know, the same task. And you've just spent how much time being distracted on your actual 
tasks intending. And now you got to reframe your mind, get back into it, decide where you're headed, get your intention going and get your vision in alignment. It's really, truly something that you get to practice over and over and over again. It does take work. I'm not going to lie. It sounds so simple, right? Oh, yeah, just get present. Just ask yourself some questions. And I mean, let's face it, when do we ever do that? I mean, kudos to you who do, because I'm sure there's some people out there that are really, really, they're really, really good at controlling their focus and actually getting stuff done. I'm not one of those people. That's something that I get to practice on a regular basis, and I'm getting better, like every day. My choice to get better and better and better is is very present for me. But it's consider the questions and the answers. Now, it sounds weird to say consider the questions and the answers, but the questions open up the possibilities and force you to look at what's coming. And the answers are in the, what do I want this to look like? <laughs> because if what I'm after is to be saying I need to make, I don't know, 10 connection calls, I have 15 minutes, I get to either decide I'm taking one minute a call and that's all I'm doing, or I get to set this up differently. Because what am I truly after? Am I after making 10 solid connections um, that get to move forward, me and my business? Or is it looking at I just get to let people know that I'm thinking about them, I'm here, and I'm just like nurturing some type of connection in there? They're, that, those are the answers, right? One will lead you in a particular direction and the other will lead you somewhere else. And like from there, you can have more questions as well, like where is that also headed you? But the answers from your original questions are going to give you how much you're going to be present. Because you can decide to totally skip over that conscious awareness that goes, you know what, I'll get it to it tomorrow. I'll get to that tomorrow and we'll see what happens because I just don't have time now today. Right? And where will that go? Who knows? Into the list la la land. <laughs> I know a lot of you've been there before. I know I have for sure. The list is so long that I'm afraid to look at it. <laughs> and then therefore I still don't get everything I get to do done. So that brings us back to consider the questions and the answers. Just really ask yourself, where am I headed in this moment? And what do I like this hour to look like? so that I can move on to the next one with intention. Even if you're adding another hour to the other side of the same task, you still get to achieve your purpose in that moment. And I know if any of you have listened to my show before, being on purpose or being in purpose or having a purpose is always in the moment that you're in. We as energetic human beings come here with no agenda, to experience life as it is, and that's across the board. Where purpose comes in is every moment that you're awake and alive and doing something, and that is the on-purpose piece. So, and I, I believe I've used this example before. If you're making a lunch for your family, you're making lunch for your family. You are on purpose in that hour making lunch for your family. It's your it's your conscious duty to be joyful and alive and on target with creating the lunch and serving it or whatever it is you're doing or enrolling your family to support you. But that is your purpose in that moment. And you can be all in on that purpose, right? So it's the same whether you're in your business and you're segmenting your next hour and we're speaking into the work that you get to do 
in that moment, you are on purpose. You are in purpose as you're doing it. You're on purpose because that's the moment that you're segment intending. So it can get, it seems tedious, like when I break it down like this, and it can be so flowy when you know exactly what you're up to, because then you just get to set that, set that program going and step into it and get the things that you're after in place and done and joyfully so that at the end of your day, you feel accomplished. You feel like you've done something in your life that actually moves you forward instead of getting to the end of your day and feeling wiped. And then you look back and think, I didn't get a dang thing done. Like, what was I doing? And then you start self-judging and, you know, that takes away your conscious choice because now you're looking back and you cannot go back. You can only repeat with intention. So that's step two. So pause is step one to be here now. Step two is considering all the questions and the answers, uh, bringing you to where you'd like to be, right? And then leaving in your your big vision into that. And so I'm kind of going to take us right into step three because I feel like at the end, there's more play for what it could look like in a bigger picture. So step three is focus. And it's so silly to say that because everything seems like it leads to focus, but without actually intending to focus on the one thing you're after, man, you're still looking at everything, right? That's where overwhelm pops in. Overwhelm is the epitome of lack of commitment to the commitment. So overwhelm is lack of commitment to the commitment. And in the moment you're in, that conscious choice, you have taken away your ability to be in that when you when you step into overwhelm. So you're forgetting what you've committed to, which is, say, your hour of segmented focus, your hour of segmented getting stuff done, right? That's the choice. There's like micro choices, I guess you'd say, all the way through. And now your focus has disappeared, like when you step into overwhelm. Because now you can't remember where you're headed. And you're and if you stay in that space, you're kind of back to the top of step one where you don't even know which way to go. <laughs> so it's it's all present, right? Consciousness is awareness and awareness is consciousness. And it's all in the moment we're in. It's all in the space of where are we going next? Because let's face it, everything is moving. Energy is who we be. And we are always moving. The energy of us is always moving. And science says that everything is a frequency and everything is a vibration, just at a different density. And if everything's constantly moving, which we are, so right, science proves that we are constantly moving, then where would you like to move to? What would you like that freedom of choice conscious choice to create for you in your world. So I've broken it down into the minuscule aspects of what an hour could look like and then add those hours up to a day. But you can also zoom way out and look at your life. And you can be intentional and and embody the freedom of conscious choice for your whole life. What that big vision looks like for you what living in that big vision can be experienced as, like just kind of moving yourself into your perceived future and experiencing it. 
And segmenting from there, I mean, it's like one big segment, right? Your whole entire life, except in order to experience it, you get to walk through it, into it, right? Towards it. And I never like using the word time because to me, time truly doesn't exist. It does when you're in this linear space of being human in a conscious reality and being embodied. But really, it's a, it's a micro and a macro experience because the choices are never ending. You have choices of words, choices of attitude, choices of awareness. Like, it's everywhere. And it is also very beautiful and very freeing to know that you are the only one in charge of your conscious choices, right? So I can give you the three steps to ensure you have conscious choice because you're, you're, you can micro down to the awareness in the moment, right? But when it comes to the rest of the world and your life, it's no different. It just has a bigger perception. We're just, excuse me, shifting the facet <coughs> and allowing ourselves to see what else is going on and making choices from there. I mean, we run out to people run into people in the public all the time, especially right now, and have choices on how we're going to greet them. If you're in a store and you have a mask on, like, you know, there's a million different ways. I kind of pop mine up and say hello. I just can't even stand hiding my facial expressions, and I get to move through that. Anyhow, that's a whole other story. But we're going to move forward. We're going to jump into a break, and we're going to now look at the bigger picture because I went really micro on everything as far as what a conscious choice looks like in the moments. I'm after the break, I'm going to pull it way back out and we're going to look at our big vision and our big picture and what having the freedom of conscious choice could look like in the here and now with all of the things we're going through. So thank you for sticking with me so far. Thank you for potentially looking at your life from a different perspective in this very moment and coming along on this this vocal journey with me. So we will see you right after the break, and we'll speak into this big vision with freedom of conscious choice that we actually have. So I'll see you shortly. Back in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it to, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. So, whew. That was kind of like a micro-organization of what our lives can look like from such a conscious choice perspective. So I'd like to now kind of pull back 
that telescope and look at the bigger vision, a bigger vision, any bigger vision like yours in particular, if you even consider what the life you'd like to live in looks like. And let's see where we have the freedom of conscious choice from that space. Like that big space of, okay, if I had the biggest, dreamiest possibility on the planet, which I do, it would be that we achieve as humans inner peace. Inner peace to me is as we all and I shouldn't say we all, as I see it, oneness is seeing your inner self, your belief systems, your ways of being in the physical. Like you're actually going to see who you are in the physical. And I have a really a great quote that I love. And it's, if we get from life, not what we want, but that which we are. Not what we want, but that which we are. So from a freedom of conscious choice perspective, if you're choosing to consider your life being horrible or not fun or sad or it makes you angry or you're irritated by it, and you're sitting in that space as a victim to your life, when you think about that quote that I just said that we get from life not what we want, but that which we are, then what space are you sitting in? What what does your world actually like show you from the mirror perspective of where you're at? So I'm I'm liking it to what we're experiencing right now with with COVID and and also what brought through the race conversations and whatever else is showing up in all of our worlds. I I believe we're all sourcing some really massive chrysalis, like butterfly chrysalis stages where it is truly the messy middle, the transformational like space of a, the chrysalis blob. Like we're in it. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable, right? It's squishy. It's, uh, it's icky and it could be sad and irritated and it brings out a lot of emotions and how we see what we're sourcing, how we're seeing our reality right now. And every one of us has a different perspective, right? Every one of us sits in a different body and has a different view. But whatever it is you're looking at, my invitation to you right now as we look at the big vision is what is it that the world that I would love to live in and experience and call that home? And I'll just go back so you can use my example of inner peace. I know that when I experience inner peace, I'm going to experience it in my outer world because my outer world is showing me what's inside, what my belief systems are. And when I'm out of congruency with that, it's really noticeable. <laughs> it's really, really, really noticeable. And my intention is to someday get to inner peace fully so that my outer peace can you know, show itself to me. And I love the journey. I mean, yes, it's uncomfortable. And yes, sometimes it's icky and ugly. And it feels horrible. And transformation from the other side or getting to the other side is so beautiful. And you can do that in micro steps as well, right? So even doing the leadership experiences that I have done in my reality, and it's only been the last just over a year and a half of my life, it has changed the way I see everything. I mean, as always, 
you know, on the more positive side before, the more, you know, inspired, creative side before. But what occurred in standing in my leadership was my ability to see life from a different perspective. And it's so powerful to be able to be consciously aware that you're doing it, like seeing something and have that moment where you ask a question. So I'm seeing things that aren't peaceful. Let's just use that full example. I'm seeing the lack of peace in the world and I'm identifying it. I'm identifying as, oh, that's so uncomfortable. Like these conversations are so hard and they're so truthful, right? What I know for sure is that walking into them, experiencing them, even for the uncomfortableness that it's being, it will have a resolution on the other side. Because deep down, every single one of us is born with an inspired, pure, loving nature. And because of that, we will come back to it at different points in our conscious reality but that will cause the transformation to come out the other side as like butterfly-like. Like we will really see some beautiful wings. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm truly looking forward to what's coming. Even though we keep, we're we walking through this uncomfortableness and, and it seems like just when we couldn't get more uncomfortable, something else came into the picture. But that's all of us sourcing possibilities and transformation. And that in a way was a joyful place to, you know, to see the world from. Because as much as the uncomfort was in the moment, those people in the world that caused us to see it, that were the, you know, the shining light of tragedy that got to awaken us into possibility, how would we see it without that? Right? How could we see what's possible and have a desire to experience something peaceful if we didn't source what got to shift? Right? When would that conversation arrive? Who knows? But it was in the tender moments of everyone going through, you know, COVID and seeing what a pandemic experience feels like and how we can all behave inside of it. And then we source something else in that tender space. I couldn't experience more love in all different forms across the globe, witnessing people coming together and, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder and linking arms with each other, just wanting to love each other and feel like alive and contributory and, you know, see each other for who we really are, not for the labels or, you know, the history that has brought, like pulled all the way through up until now. Those things change in moments that awaken the world. And so being a part of that, I feel extremely grateful <clears throat> and blessed, right, to see it from my perspective, to see it from my facet of the diamond. And some of us came into this reality as the warriors that were the change, that were the catalyst to all this change. And I'm, I'm entirely grateful for those humans to be that for for all of us because that is the reflection of who we be, right? Beautiful humans really being the cause of change and walking through that fire with us, beside us, and for us, we get to be so entirely grateful for. And do whatever it is that we get to do in order to like be the support of all of those things, Craig, <clears throat> and be the the 
change on the other side. Step into whatever that looks like, how uncomfortable it may be. So speaking into the big vision, what is it you would like the world to look like? I often thought that a big vision had to be different for everyone. And it may feel different for everyone, but I, I truly, I don't believe it. There's there's a lot of them in the world. I, a big piece of it is inner peace. It's inner peace and love and possibility and freedom, which creates those things, right? So we always think freedom. Yes, we're fighting for freedom. And what's underneath is that, right? Underneath that desire for freedom is actually peace. How can you experience peace and freedom separate from each other, right? So I'll always come back to my big vision just as an example to make it simpler to follow me, I'm sure. But experiencing inner peace even in just a moment with thought, even if I'm going back to like like a, when I, you know, granul, granulize the segment and tending of your day so that you have conscious freedom right there, there's a peace in knowing that you are the one choosing that. You are the one that has the capacity to choose to do that or not to do that. That is the freedom. That is the possibility in that moment. So I bake right in everything that I do, inner peace. That's what I desire. That's what I want for everyone, for the world, for the earth to experience inner peace, even the earth to experience inner peace where we're not destroying it, right? So it's everywhere. As I'm, I'm like in my inner peace desire, my dream, my vision, I then birth out to the world experiences that create that space, right? Maybe speaking my truth or supporting a friend or, you know, being uber conscious and aware of the moment that I'm in when I'm with my son or my husband or my family, like my mom or my brother or my neighbors, right? Or my old classmates that I used to go to school with. Everything I choose, I choose to be consciously aware that inner peace is what I'm after. And if I'm emulating that, if the energy of me is in a frequency with inner peace baked right in, then it gets to spread in the only way it knows how to spread, which is when other beautiful humans are around, they get to experience a bit of that inner peace as well, right? Even maybe if they're just in my space or they're on the other end of the phone or the other end of these days, Zoom, which is like all day for me, it feels like they get to experience the blessing of inner peace that my big vision carries. Because there is no such thing as time. All things are now. Right? All things are now. So the freedom of conscious choice is I'm going to hold inner peace in everything I do, in my thoughts, in my heart, in my soul, so that if you're near me or if you're listening to this, I'm infusing with my voice the frequency of inner peace that can reside in you and permeate you for this moment and and potentially beyond this moment where you can now see a different facet of your diamond. What can you see differently in your reality? Where I'm going to go back to the top of like, when I was looking at the 0.001 percentage that I could 
die from COVID, and that's if I were to get it, as opposed to looking at the 99.99% that I would survive it, right? I would thrive after. That's even beyond that. So my intention is to be the inner peace, that vision of inner peace that I possess, to be in everything. And with the freedom of conscious choice, inner peace is baked right in, right? We get to be peaceful in the moment and lean into that space. So, boy, uh, I'm I'm hoping that we're following all the way through and that you're able to follow me as I walk through this journey of conscious intention to deliver the freedom of conscious choice in all ways, to see that you have a vision that you could step into. And maybe it's the same as mine. Maybe it's the inner peace vision, right? Or you're thinking freedom, but what's underneath the freedom? Maybe it's that. But whatever it is, you get to experience it because you're choosing it. You're consciously choosing it. And everywhere you go, every word that comes out of your mouth, every person that you touch from your look, your smile, your way of being, gets to experience your big vision because it's what you're walking around being, right? Not because you have a big sign over your forehead, but because in your heart, the world gets to experience your beauty and your blessing because you're alive. You are the 99.99% living, beautiful human that survives. You survive everything. So we're heading into our final break. And I'm feeling so open and blessed just to be sitting here speaking to you because that in itself is a choice that I got to make. And I'm going to beam it out everywhere. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you how we can spend more time together, not just over the airwaves, but in a space where I can see your face and I can answer questions and we can source out your inner vision and whatever that could look like. So let's walk into our break right now. And I just want you to think about what that vision could be. What do you really want to experience in this reality? What could that look like? And how could life look differently as we are standing in it? Let's talk about that piece. So let's go into our break right now, and we'll see you in a minute. If you could wave a magic wand and have your life be anything you wanted it to be, what would it look like? Professional dancer, CEO of a multi-million dollar earth-conscious company, a screenwriter with top billing shows, and ultimately have the boldness to move about the world without emotional blocks standing in your way, therefore having the confidence to achieve anything you put your mind to. That's what Wendy Paquette knows is possible for you. The first step is understanding why you don't believe it too, or why you do, and yet haven't created it. Put on your possibility goggles and join Wendy now, because you're at the crossroads to awakening. This is Crossroads to Awakening radio show with your host, Wendy Paquette. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. This is our final final few moments inside, or final few minutes, I should say, inside the Crossroads to Awakening show. And we're looking at your big vision. 
for the world, for you, for your family, for the generations to come that will follow you, right, in all the footsteps you leave for them. What is the big vision that you would like to experience the world as or you or the generations that come? What would that world look like? And how could we stand in that now and make every conscious choice reflect that vision? Because it matters. It really does matter. And it creates the kind of inner peace. I know for me, it creates the kind of inner peace that I'm after when I know that's what I'm being right now. I can be fully free and know that in this moment, inner peace is what I'm vibing. Inner peace is what I would love for you to experience. Inner peace is what I would love to the world, the planet, the plants, the animals, the beings on in, on, in and around this planet to experience in the multiverse. And that's my choice, right? That's my conscious choice, my my love gift from me to everything in this moment. And as I move through my day, I know that when, like when I hug my son, I can only think of love and peace because I, he gets to experience that as well, right? So what did you think about in those two minutes that you were, you know, sitting there on the break? If, if you were, or if you're just joining us now, what would the big vision of our world actually look like? If you're in charge and you are creating the space that we get to play in, what does the world that we live in look like with you in charge? Like imagine that. It's loving. Is it joyful? People are laughing and living life to the fullest because they can and they're not walking through the pathways of struggle or strife. Things look different right? Maybe, you know, we use money in a different way and there's so much abundance of it that nobody really thinks about the things I think about now, like not having it or not having enough of it or even having it and still yet not having enough of it, right? What could that actually look like? And so from my inner peace perspective, from that space of, you know, what could life look like? My invitation for you is to come come play in the Crossroads Academy, like, come show up and be a part of accessing your own conscious choice, your own awareness to where you're at, where you stand. The crossroads to me are being in that space of knowing that, you know, what you've experienced up until now is really not what you want. Maybe it's a little bit what you want, but really not 100%. And the crossroads in that moment is which way am I, which path am I going to take? I could take the brand new path that maybe I'm looking at, but I've never given myself the opportunity to step into of, you know, I re- I re- really love to have my own business, create my own business and live with that type of financial freedom and the freedom to create exactly from the space I'm in. Or maybe you're an artist, right? And you would love to generate your living on being you, creating art and changing people's lives because the frequency of you is baked right in. So say for me, the frequency of inner peace is baked right in every painting. And someone who purchases it, they're not just purchasing a painting that matches their living room. They're purchasing a piece of inner peace and somehow inside they can feel it first, right? So they feel called. What space are you in right now that you would want to explore 
and talk about in a safe space where we can actually hear you. So my invitation is to come play with me at the Crossroads Academy. Like I literally created a community where you can come hang out, be joyful, speak about the things that are important to you and have a different perspective and potentially you know you will make new friends who can actually see you, but you may be able to step into a world that is exactly like your big vision. Maybe not exactly, because it gets to look however it looks, but it will feel like the big vision of you. So for me, it would be when I'm in the academy and we're, say we're just doing coffee. Wednesdays, we have Awakened Coffee with Wendy and we just literally have coffee and talk about all kinds of fun things. And the most beautiful things have come out of it. The most amazing things have come out of those coffees. So then I decided to do one just on business because I love talking about business. And and my best friend, Kathleen, she's a brilliant business strategist. We sit in there and have coffee together and anyone in the academy who shows up for coffee gets to ask questions, whether it's how to start a business. And, you know, we're all from the space of an energetic, spiritual perspective, not in that everything has, you know, uh, a spiritual name to it, but we come from the space of, of pure connection, like human loving connection. So come play with me. Come to it, it's You can find us on the URL. It's wendypocket.com and front slash the dash crossroads dash academy. You can jump right in or you can find me on Facebook in the Crossroads Academy or actually it's the Crossroads to Awakening show Facebook page and message me in there and say, hey, Wendy, I want to come play with you. Right? I'll send you the link. But give yourself the permission to come into your own world with your dreams, your visions in play. And I would love to support you. I would love to be there with you and hear your dreams and your visions and Bring them to life with you because when two or more are gathered, miracles occur. And I am committed to creating miracles all over this planet with inner peace baked right in. So come play with me at the Crossroads Academy. I want to thank you so much for sticking it all the way through to the end of this episode. I am so grateful for you. I have so much love for you. And inner peace is yours for the experiencing because I'm sending it out your way. So we will see you next week with more on the Crossroads to Awakening. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Crossroads to Awakening radio show. Wendy Pocket will return next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We look forward to you joining us again. Until then, enjoy your journey and we'll meet.